0: Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 147 of Storyteller Conclave. This is a show all about helping you run the best tabletop role-playing game that you can, whether you're a new storyteller or dungeon master learning the craft or an experienced storyteller looking to take your game to the next level. I'm Sarah. I'm Rob. How are we doing, Rob? It's been a week. It has been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. But we're here for therapy. We're here for therapy.
1: So before we get into things, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you everyone for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Uh, always come to our website and check it but the one thing i want to pause you guys on is uh part of the community because uh, we do talk about the community from time to time of other uh, groups and individuals both youtube uh you know podcasters and things like that we've talked about Seth in the past i've brought up um how to be a great gm on youtube that's a fantastic channel mm-hmm. uh guy slanders is amazing at his craft he he like us have played games. Uh the advantage is he's also done a lot of movie work and written a lot of uh shows, uh backgrounds and stories. Uh most recently, I was uh, I'm actually a member uh of his uh Discord as well. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that he had been silent for a while uh because he had a tragedy in his family. Uh but he's getting back on uh, effectively on the horse and uh from our show to his show, I wanted to put out a how uh, a, a really heartfelt uh, sorry and our deepest condolences, condolences yeah. um i don't know all of the details um but uh i know how hard that can be trying to come back from tragedy uh and to, to put your best foot forward i think he he is doing a wonderful thing uh with his group and i know he has a very supportive community on his discord uh if you get a chance or if you're part of his discord um i i please make sure that you you help support him uh especially right now um because our community needs that, and we need to stay strong as a group. This isn't about capitalism, as far as I'm concerned. This is about helping everybody in the community and, and raising us all as a community. So. Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. So yeah,
1: so yeah. So
0: our hearts go out to you, guy, uh, and, yeah. and thank you for all you do for the community. And we're really sorry for your loss. Yes, yes. So that being said, that being said, uh, let's see we here. Have a show. I had my game last weekend. You did. Uh, you did. How, how do you think it went? Um,
1: I honestly was unsure how. It was gonna, from a player's perspective, I know a lot of it had to do with my character, and Mm -hmm. I was interested to see where that went, and it, it kinda took a hard left turn with everybody else (laughs) in the group, and I,
0: I, like, as a player, I was like, wow, okay. But at the same time, like, it works. It was, uh, it was, it was an interesting moment because I, 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 this is, you, you met the big bad of the, of the, uh, of the story, or at least one of the big bads, Mm -hmm. or or Mm -hmm. presumably one of the big bads. Um. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, An antagonist, uh, not and, and You met, you me, I'm one, one of the prime antagonists of this, of the storyline. Uh, Kate got a face to face with her for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, all of your very enthusiastic <laughs> friends, like it was supposed to be the face off, you know, your face off with her. Oh, and, yeah. Like, every single person in the group was just like, get her! And I was like, and go you team! they're going like, oh, I've got the magic sword, should I, should I come with you guys? Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. And the chase, I mean, I would have to say the chase mechanics, I like them. Uh, I think there's definitely some tweaks to be done there just to help with some of the sure, discomfort sure. you were having with them. Yeah. Um, and the stuff we talked about totally are, is our good mechanic changes. I yeah. think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I I could feel your like hesitation and stress about everything that was going on. Um, there was just that edge of like, uh, 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 and I know I know that feeling. It doesn't yeah, always sit yeah. in your head, but it was obvious to me that you were you weren't sweating over it or anything like that. It was just the uh, I should I, I should have been able to handle this faster and better. Uh. yeah, yeah. It was, oh,
0: I'm not, I'm not perfect as a storyteller. No. Oh no, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah.
1: But I think it. I think in the end, everybody had a wonderful time. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, of of events and uh definitely it showed how f- uh, fa- fun fast and furious it really goes. Yeah, yeah. Which was it was wonderful to see. It was a,
0: it was a combat heavy game and I I still yeah. think it came out pretty smoothly
1: considering all the stuff we got through and that we automatically at the end of that combat rolled got right rolled, back into good role play. Rolled into role, good role play and staged the next scene to yeah. jump right cuz you you went in media res effectively uh-huh. for the opening of which was great. I think that worked out really well and I think for the most part, everybody was on board for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the,
0: the plan over planning has been a sticking point with our particular table. Oh yeah. And uh, some of the people um, did mention uh, that, like, I really liked mm-hmm. you starting in media res because you literally skipped us pack- past an hour and a half of planning.
1: That was totally unnecessary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But but still, kind of, you know, gave gave the option of like, you know, okay, is there anything you guys want to have had prepared? Just let me know if you, if there if there is you know, and uh, I don't. It really wasn't even necessary. Um, you know, I think it was. I think it was great. Um, and I will. I will say one thing about. Uh, uh, I will say one thing about this game was that. Um, it may not have moved the plot forward a lot in and of itself, but. I left the game session with my head completely a swim of what next game session is going to be like,
2: and that's because beautiful. of
0: the implications of what happened to this game. Yes, yes. And I thought it was be- like there was some really great interaction between your character and Sean's character, yep. uh, um, uh, where you were like, "I want to go punch the guy, go- the, the archmage of the mages guild in the face." Yeah, he was like, "That's my boss."
2: Like, no,
1: he's not. I don't
0: <laughs> think I can let you do that. Yeah, I mean, there
1: there was definitely a sense of of good role play and feel and I think uh we had uh an overall sense of of where we were going yes. and as a group and then yes. we staged what the next event is going to yes. be, yes. which is beautiful.
0: And it just it really really beautifully set it up for me so I think yep. we're we'll all have a very clear picture of what the beginning of the next game is going to be yeah. and then it's going to just going to be some great great storytelling from there. So Yeah, I think it'll be wonderful. All right. So Show topic tonight is yes. about the child adventure genre. Yeah. Now, what are we talking about when we're talking about the child adventure genre? You and I both grew up in the 80s.
1: Very much so. All Very right. much so.
0: So, like, Products immediately of all of that. when I think of the child adventure genre, for you and I. Yes. Okay. Specifically. For you and I, because we grew up in the 80s, Goonies is the first thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Got oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, any you know? Uh, if you dig a little farther back from that, not even by much, you've got like, uh, to a degree, like Stand by Me was the dark edge of that. Yes, yes, you it know? was. It and was less you... less
0: supernatural, but more, yep. you know.
1: Um, and then you had, um, I was, uh, uh, c- kind of Flight of the Navigator was kind of part of that okay. as well. Okay, it was the sci fi edge of that, I'll but it was solo. Um, and then you had, uh, there was the other one, uh. Where the kids built a spaceship, and I was trying to remember the name of it to look it up, and they ended up going in like a bubble and taking off, and, and like messing with it. like their dreams were involved and things like that. Oh, I don't know. Like Voyagers, I, I think was the name of it. Um, but again, it was a sci-fi kids show because they. i was thinking Space Camp, actually. Do you remember oh that God, one? Space Camp was another great Space one. Camp yeah, was another good one. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that was that was very contemporary. Yeah, feel yeah, yeah. to it. Um, because it was uh, it was during the time of the shuttle program. The Mm-hmm. And, you know, and kids doing the, uh, the, the young astronaut program. Um, explorers? Explorers. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Watch. Thank you. Uh, yeah, explorers where, uh, one of the kids has a dream and draws up a bunch of stuff and then the smart kid figures out how to turn that into a physical thing and then they end up taking off in a spaceship. And it's like th- that they make themselves out of like a carnival ride and some huh. other BS stuff and, but they, they, legitimately figure it out and i'm like it's those types of things that i immediately go to
0: for child adventure like yeah, that's that's yeah. what i think of uh uh Shibi uh your your wife here in the uh the, the live chat saying uh what about adventures in babysitting
1: oh, i think that's 100 percent. i think absolutely 100 percent agree 100 percent agree i i think that is legitimate i think it sits uh closer to like masks as far as role-playing games yeah sure it sits on that edge of things sure, sure. um but, uh, no, no, I agree. I think that's, that's, that's fantastic.
0: Uh, no, I think, I think that, you know, it, for those of us who didn't grow up in the 80s, uh, yep. who are the, 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 newer crowd looking for the mm-hmm. pinnacle, um, child adventure story of our age is mm-hmm. definitely Stranger Things. Yes. Uh, I mean, and, and I think, I think I really loved that Stranger Things opened with, um uh, D&D. and d <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, not just because, obviously, you know, you may have heard, but I like D&D, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think D&D is the perfect illustration of, like, the child adventure series for me. Like, think back to when you were a kid, right? Okay. Okay. And you saw Goonies. Mm-hmm. All right. And Mikey and the gang and <laughs> Chunk are going through um, this essentially a dungeon yeah with traps and puzzles to try to get to the pirate treasure at Mm -hmm. the end of this dungeon yep meanwhile being pursued by the fratelli gang a band of criminals a band of a band of of essentially brigands yeah um and a monster and a monster yeah Yeah. sloth yeah um and so uh you know you you had this like very uh almost D formula for it very much so you know and i'll tell you like uh, i i that was very formative mm-hmm. of my childhood of the um the things i got interested in and stuff like that and tell me that like when you were a kid after you saw goonies especially mm-hmm. that like every time you were playing out in like I say the woods, but like the, you know, the little patch of trees that was near your house, you mm-hmm. know, that, 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 wasn't paved over, um, you know, that, that, that was a forest to you, mm-hmm. you know, every stick you picked up was a, was, was Excalibur. Yeah. Um, you know, your backpack could double as a shield and, yeah. you know, just those types of imagination that, that, that sort of, um, childlike wonder and sense of adventure that, you know, that this, the things like Goonies, the things like Stranger Things sort of awakened in you that, mm-hmm. that, that you had that sort of imagination and you went on those sort of adventures when you were a kid. Maybe not to actual like dungeons with pirate gold, but like in your imagination. Yeah. You always went there. It
1: helped tap that level of childlike wonder and the quick acceptance of things. Yeah. You know, you weren't so quick to we we aren't so quick to accept the skeptical or or sorry we are skeptical of things and we are less likely to accept them as adults now and that creates that hubris about us uh, stopping ourselves from stepping into that mind's eye and just jumping at things Mm -hmm. you know um and goonies was a great example of that like the way the parents react in that is how we see things yeah and yet they were very you know honest and and involved and knowing that this is a thing and it could be Mm -hmm. and there was only a few times when even the kids themselves are like we we need to stop this you know this isn't real this is dangerous or we can't do this yeah
0: you know mikey you're going after a pirate treasure that sounds stupid it sounds ridiculous i know but it's real yeah and we're gonna do it yeah you know
1: and and it's it's that type of thing that kind of that twist, that, that mm-hmm. reminder that this is, this is, this is serious, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you see that a few times in more modern stories. I mean, more like, uh, stranger things is a, is definitely a good example of that. Yeah, in the more, yeah. But again, it, because it's current, we are, we now have new jades against it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're jaded yeah, and, the, yeah, and the adults are now more important in the story. Than just the kids. Like in Goonies, how many times can, can you remember any of the parents' names other than the Fratellis? No, right. No, not Yet, at all. Yet in Stranger Things, there are like seven or eight adult characters that are serious members of that story.
0: Uh, I would say two, but well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's a handful of other supporting cast definitely that you but like, you
1: know for mm-hmm. certain. We know a writer
0: and. Uh, um... I forgot the other the other yeah. actor's name, but that the sheriff of the yeah. town, yeah. But
1: like, and in, in that's, I mean, it feels more real. We're not really enjoying the child genre because the real child genre that we know is being played out in kid series. Now, cartoons mm. are doing that, what we used to watch as live action. So it's not getting accepted as live action nearly as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so much as it's sad. Like, it is. It that, is that, that that we can't have live action shows that aren't, I don't know, made fun of. Um, for being a child adventure. I I don't I don't know that that's the problem. Harry Potter the movies. Yeah, were close, but what we had child adventure for two of them, and then the rest of them were effectively adult adventures, too serious to be a child adventure.
0: I mean, the seriousness of it. I don't necessarily know disqualifies it from being the child adventure genre. It's still... It's still... The children are the only ones who see uh, things clearly enough, and the adults involved... Um, are too either busy or clouded by their own involvements, skepticism to, and involvement, yeah, to see things for what they truly are.
1: Okay, so before we start tearing apart the whole genre, right? Right, 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 because we're going to do it anyways, let's actually step into to some of this sure. as, as we broke it down. Because I think you did a great job of organizing the thoughts of the sheet, and I don't want to completely destroy that into just a rand rambling for the next hour and a half.
0: Uh, and I, I do want to real quick just note, um, knocks in the box in the live chat, uh, I do see your comment about the the ineptitude of of the adults involved and we will get there because that is is important it is a defining characteristic in the uh uh, in the genre yep and uh we'll we'll get there yeah
1: why 100% Um,
0: so let's let's talk a little bit about about that genre then um so what what kind of defines the 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 child adventure uh genre so one of the things that i
1: brought up i know multiple times in previous shows when we talk about setting is scope um, in almost every sense of it, the child adventure series are always having a tight scope. Yes. It is what the kids can physically see. So even though they might move through different areas, like uh, you know, Harry Potter moves through a lot. Like sure, they, sure. they move through it. But even with that, it's still each one of those areas is very tightly scoped. Really it's all about the kids. Mhm who's friends with those kids. It is it is a high school setting, if you will, or yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. school setting. So you're only dealing with, um, maybe like a handful of people and some parents that yeah. you know the names of. Yeah. So it's, it's really easy to immediately say, these are the players involved and these are the authorities involved, mm-hmm. whether they're antagonists or protagonists. We don't know, but they are the authorities involved. So everybody knows everybody's name, you know, all the locations. I mean, I, 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 I Put the point of uh, Fellowship of the Rings where he, where uh, Samwise says, this is the, if I take one more step, this is the farthest I've ever been from home. Mm -hmm. That takes it from a child adventure into a full on adventure, right? Because when a kid thinks about that, that scope like changes like you walk you when you walk into the grocery store the adults there know who you are they know your parents
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: like that's a fear in your mind as that character of like i'll get seen Mm -hmm. you know kind of a thing um uh and you know the names of the bullies you know the names of the of of the popular people you know the people who can get you things yeah you know all of those things are known it's a it's a very tight knit uh uh Uh, scope yes and for that it's it's very identifiable you know um nothing ever feels (sighs) nothing ever feels like it's just acceptable when it steps in from the outside and that's what i'm saying is that because you know everything the moment that a black helicopter flies over
0: you're like things have changed right yeah It,
1: it is um it, it is that, it is that poke that comes into the bubble. Yeah. You know, Yeah, it's the, it's the finger that shows up in the ant farm. And you're like, oh Lord, you know, God has stepped in, you know, kind of a thing.
0: And, and just, just as in, in that it is uh small in scope from the standpoint of the cast of characters, it's also small in scope from the standpoint of the actual physicality of it. Traditionally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Traditionally. So, um, I was, uh, I, I picked up the, uh, the, uh, uh, core book for the game kids on bikes Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. uh spoiler alert we're going to be doing a uh, system spotlight on yeah we'll uh, tear that down relatively soon soon. but um in the in the introduction to it it uh, it talks a little bit about the setting yeah uh and it says uh just out of the way enough that the location is isolated from the day-to-day city life but not so far that the fbi slash black helicopters etc can't be there in an hour
1: always the case that always needs to be necessary Uh uh-huh and and again you see that a lot more in the cartoon genre than, today, than we do in like except for stranger things which is mm-hmm. a great example you know strangely enough small town but there just happens to be a military complex just a little ways away yeah know. sure
0: sure uh you know. t- well also um uh and, and again we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit uh later as well because this is not only a role-playing game but also a television series on amazon yeah tales from the loop
1: yeah 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 um, i i've not looked at that yet at all so i'm kind of I'm it's, coming at it very fresh.
0: It's very slow paced. It's, mm. it's, it's almost like, it's almost like Stranger Things ASMR. Oh. But. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, almost zen in its like, in its pacing. Uh, but, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was very well put together. Uh, uh, it's, Sean, it wasn't moving fast enough for Sean, but, uh, I, I might, I might give the the rest of the season a look at my own time. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but, uh, but, but that, um, and like the, the movie, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg and, um, Who's the lens flare guy, uh, that did Star Trek? Uh, JJ Abrams. Yeah, Abrams, yeah, okay. Um, uh, did Super 8. Yes! Which I... was another phenomenal child, uh, child totally hero story. Totally forgot about that. Child yeah. Story. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, it's, it's those types of stories, though, where, yeah, like I said, you know, when the weird things happen and the authorities just show up.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: you've got that fundamental shift in, like, we used to be a small, quiet town. <laughs> Yep, and when yep. the authorities show up, we knew things went. So- I mean, how look at look at E. T. Oh, one geez. of the original like yeah, very Elliot much. is yeah. the main protagonist of the story. He's a again
1: beat. started out with D anD. d Yeah, best way to go, but at the same time, like one of the things that I think is really quintessential is the availability of technology.
0: Absolutely. Now, and this is why I don't think you see a lot of these stories nowadays, and why I think a lot of the stories you do see are set in a retro setting.
1: Which, which is funny. I'm wearing my uh, Gravity Falls uh, PJ pants uh-huh. while I'm doing this right now because I love Gravity Falls. And I think if anybody wants really good storytelling, go ahead and watch it all the way through beginning to end. Don't stop. Um, you'll want to. Don't stop. Can't, stop, can't um, stop. But one of the things about it is literally the opening shots of it are the kids being sent to their grandpa's place or their uncle's place their great uncle mm-hmm. uh, which is in gravity falls for the summer mm-hmm. so their technology is taken from them they're given packs to go and they're sent to his cabin yeah but it's that stripping of technology and sending them to this new location that helps set that in place they're not in a different time period they're right now people have cell phones up but they're in the middle of but nowhere oregon right and there's no cell phone signal. It's a little know-nothing town that has a mystery spot, effectively. Yeah. And
0: that's all they know. But when they get there, strange things are afoot. It's 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 all about isolation. Correct. And it's all about removing your ability to instantly communicate things, mm-hmm. your ability to research things on the internet. Yeah. Um, The world has become a much smaller place mm-hmm. since technology moved forward. Yeah. And... You you don't have that sort of isolation in the age of cell phones and and, and high speed five G internet everywhere. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and so I think you know a, a lot of these a lot of these children childhood stories that take place in the eighties mm-hmm. before that tech boom ever took place. You've got libraries you can research at. Mm-hmm. You can look over. You can pour over microfiche. Yeah, if that's your thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, in periodicals and whatnot, but. Like Uh, nobody has a cell phone.
1: Your instant Mm -hmm. communication is your walkie talkies with your friend. Exactly. Which crackle. And like, you may not be able to hear from exactly. You know,
0: one of your friends is a ham radio nerd.
1: Yeah. And, and talks to a few people in like, I don't know, Alaska Mm -hmm. and, and like gets weird radio stations from Mexico, you know, and
0: sings never ending stories. Yeah, exactly. Such a good scene.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's, but that's the whole thing is, is that it's designed to pull it back. Now, could you do that in a more contemporary story? Sure. You could add in, like, parental locks, and your parents taking your phones from you, or only giving you, like, a flip phone so you gotta tap through every message you're getting. So the messages are simpler.
0: And there's other ways, too, like, you know, maybe maybe the supernatural thing that's happening screws with the cell phone waves or whatever, you know. For that period of time. For that period of time, yeah, sure. So, like, you know, you're not always isolated, but now you are because the weirdness caused it.
1: Right, and it's changed everybody in town. Mm. Like, you know, it's it's closing to the end of summer, and suddenly, like, the solar flares that just flared up knocked out all, all. T- you know, you can't text, and you, cell phones are barely working, you know, so everybody in, all the kids in town are, are pissed off about that, right? Yep, yep. You know, and the internet already stinks as it is, you know, because you're a rural city, but, yeah, you, you know, ever since cell phones are around, it made it a lot easier, so now homework's harder, everything's hard. That's literally the beginning of any good story right there, yeah, you know? yeah. But uh and
0: then the one thing that I love is the intersection between um between low tech mm-hmm. and small scope which is which is the the, the name of the, the the name of the uh uh of the role playing game
1: Kids on kids Bikes Kids on Bikes yeah
0: is that the scope in scale mm-hmm. size of the town is basically no more than the kids can get from one end of the town to the other on a bicycle in an hour yep And you, like, again, hearkening back to, like, Goonies. Yeah. I mean, you saw them riding around on their dirt bikes all the time in that. (laughs) You know?
1: Uh, Lost Boys just
0: came up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can't stand about Santa Carla, all the damn vampires. Exactly.
1: No, that's, that's, but that's another perfect example is the moment you step outside of that grid, the moment you, you do something, you're, you're now in a gray area. You're in trouble. mm Mm-hmm. You've, you've gone to, the streetlights have gone off, and I think that's, Part of it as well is, is that like, there's timing that's included that brings that scope down. Right. You know, but,
0: but the, but the important part is, is it all brings it down to the scale of children, Mm -hmm. you know, is that children are concerned about how far they can ride their bike because they don't have a car. Yeah. Children are concerned with the adults that have, you know, just the immediate adults that, that are authorities in their lives. Yeah. Because they don't know anybody else yeah you know they're concerned with uh you know just the technology that they have in front of them because they don't have access to anything else you know kids don't have their own bank Oh, well, i guess nowadays kids have cell phones Sometimes. i don't know i don't have kids but um they do you know <laughs> but but they do they do but they do they do um but uh but but it all brings it. it's 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 all focused around bringing it down to the scale and scope of mm-hmm. what children can actively participate in
1: but not just participate in but that they're the heroes of
0: exactly because and that's that's the final crucial component
1: right you, you said it yourself the adults are too worried too busy that mundane life for them every day is already too hard that they're not even noticing yeah, it's 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 beyond and they don't believe the I
0: got to worry about paying the bills and I yeah. got to worry about taking your sister to band practice and I've got to and, get, finish this deadline for work. I don't have time to worry about wh- what is this you're going on about pirate gold in a cave. Like literally they're about I to sure invade another country. Like, go go yeah. play.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Just, yeah. just be home by seven. Okay. Right.
0: right. Be home when the, when the, street lights come yeah,
1: when the street lights come on, you know, because we don't have cell phones right now. Get your butt back here. Yeah. You know? Otherwise your mom's going to be angry. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and then it's the, you're, they're still people and mm-hmm. there are more people. These, these child heroes are almost more of a person than what we're used to seeing in normal heroes mm-hmm. because they have fears, they have desires, they have challenges you know, but they're fighting at a much fiercer level because the stakes for them are higher. It's an effect on their world. The idea of a bully stepping in and 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 stopping something from happening suddenly becomes super important. Oh yeah, you know, footloose. Uh-huh. We can't dance. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, and that's a thing like, yeah. but it's, it's a representation of something greater. And even then they were almost adults. They mm-hmm. were coming to that age. It's the whole coming of
0: age concept, yeah. but
1: it's that the fears become much stronger.
0: Sure. They sure. come much faster too. Well, you're, you're, you're tiny little balls of hormones. Uh, when you, when you are, are that age, uh, uh, yes. child to, to, uh, teenagers, you know? Um, and I, th- I think, you know, you combine that with, uh, seeing the world with fresh eyes, you know, mm-hmm. the, the adults, a lot of times in these stories are, uh, jaded. Oh, in so In a lot much. of ways. So much. And so the great thing about child adventure stories is the sense of we talked about childlike wonder, mm-hmm. and, you know, what, what does that really mean? Yeah. It means seeing the world with a pair of fresh eyes for the first time, you know, experiencing not only, you know, obviously the exhilaration of what the, whatever the adventure going on is, be it a monster or be it mm-hmm. some weird occurrence or pirate gold in a cave somewhere mm-hmm. and the Fratelli gang hot on your trail.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but also, you know, uh, discovering that uh the party's rogue is a girl and kind of pretty <laughs> and what if we kissed uh, under the the, the under the the, the the organ trap that that you know Yeah,
1: or the one that got me from the the new re- revision of voltron where it was just like the one person coming out like i'm actually a girl yeah we've all known that what yeah we've all been fine with that i mean you went to the bathroom. We we figured it out pretty quick. you know, <laughs> But like that, they were in this huge fear and suddenly that's it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's cool with it and they're connected and they're friends. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of a thing where those those fears and those experiences that first kiss that first time driving a car that can your feet even reach the pedals. <laughs> Exactly. you know. Do you know what you're doing? Not a clue. Floor (laughs) it. What does
0: that mean? I don't know. know. It just means go fast.
1: Yep. Yep. And, and that's the thing is, is that when you're dealing with those first time problems, those, Mm. that first thing of like, we have to jump a car. Okay, I don't know how to do that. Right. All right. And, like, heavy gloves that are clearly the wrong size, huge jumper cables, maybe multiple sets of them even. You know, like, I think this is how it works. And there's sparks and everything. And then it starts. They're all like, yeah. (laughs) Now what? Drive away. (laughs) Darwin's was not disconnected. Oops. You know, that kind of a thing, you know? Uh, It's that that connection point. Now, I... I can kind of relate to this, and I'm going to throw one thing to people. So if you're having a hard sure. time trying to get back to your childhood, back to those those first moments and those those butterfly things, I'm going to ask, do you own a house or do you do repairs? And have you never done them before? <laughs> because that first time you fix something
0: that you've never <laughs> fixed before. You look at that leaky pipe and you're like, welp. Time to shotgun some YouTube.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, is that when you get it fixed, Um, when it works, that moment right there, capture that in your mind again. And remember that feeling of utter joy Mm -hmm. that you're like, I'm a god. That's childhood, right there. That's childhood. That is what we're talking about, right there. That's that fresh eyes of discovery, conquering something, and then immediately feeling like a god. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That that is that is the quintessential moment.
0: And that's, I think, like yes, absolutely. Like f- finding discovery of yourself. Yes, because you do you find that within thing. there. But you know, find but also you know, like not only finding your own true strengths. Okay, finding out that like you can repair pipes. Like yes. that's a skill you have now. You know, uh. But but also like. As a child, you exist in a world where adults are telling you who you are, you know? All the time. Think, like, it's a, it's a quintessential plot line in Finding Nemo, you know? Mm-hmm. You think you can do these things, Nemo, but you just can't. But who's holding him back? Just the one Marlon, person. really. Yeah, yeah his you know? dad. His dad. Exactly. So, you know, and then when Nemo goes out on his own and he discovers he can do these things, the only reason he couldn't do them is because Marlin was telling him he couldn't. Right. He's being overprotective um who you can or can't be who you yeah. should or shouldn't be you're going to grow up to be a doctor just like your father just like your father's father but dad i really want to do music no go back and study cuz you need to be a doctor yeah you know kids exist in those environments yeah. and so the child adventure is a great place for telling stories about children who are striking out on their own and doing the things that adults said they couldn't do said they shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. and said they didn't have the strength to do.
1: I think that's a beautiful way of doing it. And I I think that ties directly into how to run the game, but we're going to get to that. Yeah. I think we're going to get to that. So let's talk about a few systems that exist.
0: Yeah, there's actually a lot of systems that exist. I was very surprised by how robust this genre was.
1: It's a lot bigger. Um, I looked at some of the ones that you had on the list here. There are a lot of others, because Mm. beyond this, I found another probably 15 oh yeah yeah yeah. that yeah. are much lighter much rules are super light but they feel much similar to the other ones in the power by apocalypse kind of design
0: what we are giving you here is a sampler platter and yes. not a definitive list N-
1: nor are these things that we we can say we highly recommend or don't recommend um they're all different yeah, they all have very much like every other system. They have different feels because they fit to the setting that they they were kind of framed for. Correct, correct. So kids on bikes, we are going to do,
0: and kids on brooms,
1: and kids on brooms. Yeah, I, I, they're similar. Which,
0: which is the uh I suppose Harry Potter adjacent. It's the child magic system. The child magic system. Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes.
1: Um. So you can totally do that. Um. Within that, we are going to do a full review on that. Uh. Monster hearts. Uh. Is a part
0: by the Apocalypse game. Yep. Um. And uh, uh. By Buried without Ceremony.
1: Yes. It's the messy lives of teenage monsters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I think is
0: great. If you're a Critical Role fan, you may have already uh, uh, uh. Had some experience with this game system. They did a Monster Hearts one shot. That's wonderful. Uh, called Cinderbrush. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. There's Tales from the Loop, which mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. Uh. That's actually by Free League Publishing. Okay. Um. Who also made the Alien RPG that we liked so much. Okay. Okay. Um. It actually uses this a similar system, but obviously without like the stress mechanic and xenomorphs. Right. 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 Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. But uh. Uh. The the system's the system is very uh pretty rules light, pretty quick, um, and pretty forgiving. Uh. And like I said earlier, it is an actual show on Amazon Prime. Um, that heavily leans into the aesthetics and feel of the game. Yep. So, if you want to, um, know a little bit more about Tales from the Loop and you have Amazon Prime, go for the it. show check checkout. It's pretty good. Yeah. Little Fears I did
1: hear about. Okay. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, Key 20 Publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's a horror game that has the boogeyman in it. Like yeah. the design of that. Um, and it made me immediately think when I started looking at it, uh, to Little Monsters. Uh, the movie. Uh, yes, movie. Um, and uh, um, you know, uh, which I believe is the one with um Adam Savage mm-hmm. when he was a kid, uh, where he ends up going under his bed. Oh wow! With with a monster and ends up in the monster world. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and literally ends up in at the end of the movie, basically running through to try and make it before the sun rises and he ends up in, I want to say California from New York to California or something like that.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's
1: a ridiculous ending, but again, it's very much the, Mm -hmm. the the child adventure. Um, but it's that, it's that, that very real fear of the boogeyman, um, masks. We've talked about that's uh part of the apocalypse, uh, magpie games, uh, with teenage superheroes. And it's less about the heroes powers and more about their life. Mm hmm and 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 their interactions with that life their with what it's what life is like with the mask off
0: yeah yeah and i think um like i've i've heard that uh masks can get a little get a little dark it, it can it uh, very much can because like very very much like um uh if you saw invincible uh, the cartoon series, uh, based on the comic, I guess. Uh, there are, you know, young teenage superhero teams in that, and it gets pretty grisly with them. And mm-hmm. I think masks, from what I understand, can have a lot of the same sort of feels to that.
1: Right, right. Um.
0: Uh, soon also, you see, masks by Magpie Games. Yes. Uh, who made, uh, Epileon, uh, uh, a dragon, yes. a dragon story. Yes. That we uh we were uh did a system spotlight on not long ago. Yes. Um but also they there was a recent Kickstarter, very successful Kickstarter for them. They got the uh the license to do the Avatar the Last Bend Airbender. Airbender yes. game. Yes. It's also gonna be a powered by the apocalypse game, but also I think very much fits into the child, you know. Adventure I think it can. Genre. I think it
1: very much can. Um uh Bubblegum Shoe, which is Evil Hat. Um, and that's the child detective game.
0: Yes. Which I Bubble think Bubblegum Shoe, I thought it was a great yeah. name.
1: Uh and Changeling you put on here and I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that, that Changeling technically... the Dreaming.
0: I didn't understand this game. Okay, when I, I when I understand. was big into White Wolf, I did not understand this game. Um and and the uh, Changeling as a game has changed a lot in the New World of Darkness and such like that. Very much so. Um but as it was published back in the 90s when it was Changeling the Dreaming mm-hmm. by White Wolf Publishing. Um set in the World of Darkness, but the reason it goes on the child adventure genre is because when you look at it, uh, so all the characters are re- like um, fae spirits born into human children, mm-hmm. essentially, and so they're 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 kind of caught between two worlds: that of the dreaming, where mm-hmm. of Arcadia, where the fairies are from, and here in the mundane world. Right, and they subsist; their fairy souls subsist on dreams and hope and inspiration mm-hmm. and wonder.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And how the game actually ends up playing out is, um that sort of childlike wonder essentially acts as a power source mm-hmm. almost a source of magic you can tap into
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: in a very literal but also metaphorical sense mm-hmm. and so it's not terribly uncommon for um first off like your 20 year old character is severely over the hill for a changeling
1: very much so yeah
0: um you're you're practically already Giving in to uh, uh, the the banality of of the adult world. Yep. And it's not terribly uncommon for your 20-year-old character to have to bend a knee to a Mm six-year-old who is actually a very um, high-powered she-priestess, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, who could essentially obliviate you with a snap of her fingers. She's that powerful in magic. Right. She's six. Yeah. But she's also your liege, so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, suck it up. Um, and it was a really interesting take on the uh, on the genre that I really liked. Uh, one of our mutual friends, Erica, is very very huge into changeling. I
1: I and, distinctly like to this day I can still remember the original uh, changeling spines.
0: Uh huh, and they all matched up like a big spines. yeah. It, was, it, it was window you on your bookshelf. Yeah,
1: it was a beautiful uh, thing to see them all together. And yeah. I I've only known yeah. a few people who had all of them. Stacked up and you could look at them I and I think see. they did. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. It really was. It really, really cool. was. Um,
0: but you know, as you can see though, like the child adventure, like storytelling s- spans all genres. You've got, got some p- horror games in there, mm-hmm. you've got some superhero games, you've yep. got some just straight sci-fi. up detective, you've got some sci fi. Yeah, there's like all sorts of stuff in there. Yep. But I think. What, what kind of makes these like separate from the, their, their core genre mm-hmm. is uh, like, like we talked about earlier is kind of a scaling back in scale. Okay. So like in these games generally, mm-hmm. and I say generally because I think, I think like little, little fears is yeah. a game. It's, it's a horror game. Ergo, like, it, it won an award for dis- most disturbing and controversial game of 2001. Yeah, it's the dread of children's games. <laughs> it is, the yeah, the dread of kid games. Um, So, uh, you know, with some certain exceptions in there, like, the worst that's going to happen to your character is, like, you get detention. Mm-hmm. You get knocked out, mm-hmm. maybe. You might may get kidnapped by the baddies, mm-hmm. like the Fratelli gang, you yep. know, yep. um, which... At that point, changes the story, gives you a chance to escape or foil their plans from Mm -hmm. inside their base rather than outside. Right. Um, You might get caught by the authorities and returned to your parents. Very much so. Look who I caught crawling around in the bushes outside the building. Right. Um, And then inevitably, shortly thereafter, you get grounded by your parents.
1: You did miss one. What's that? We could die or worse. Expelled. be expelled yeah <laughs> and that right there that frames that view uh i did think of one more mm-hmm. bill and
2: ted's
0: no you don't think so no i don't think so i think it I don't touches think so upon all. it i don't think so at all okay i think they're i think they're rambunctious teenagers but i don't think it fits into the child adventure genre at all okay i would fight you on that one okay uh now likewise your characters are also not going to cause lethal situations. Oh God, no! Um, now, unless it's "quote unquote" capital T, capital M, the monster, right? Um, that needs to be defeated. Then you can whoop its ass.
2: It's the bad evil. You can't touch it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah.
0: the thing from the upside down. Yeah, of course we're going to it's the nothing. Yeah, you know? it's the nothing. Of course yeah. we're going to fight it. Yeah. Um, you can punch bullies, you can mm-hmm. tie the shoelaces of the sheriff together, you can let the air out of his tires, you can even whack him with a shovel in the face and knock him down. Yep. Maybe break his nose. Yep. Typically, you're not going to kill anybody. No. Um, now, th- the thing that I really loved, um, there's another podcast I listen to, I think I've mentioned a couple times, uh, called, uh, Savage Interludes. It's all about the Savage World series. Yes. Yeah. And they were, um, uh, Tracy Sizemore, um... Uh, was talking about using, uh, Savage Worlds to build a Harry Potter series. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. not, not just trying to, you know, mimic a generic, you know, children in a magic school thing, but like deliberately was going for Harry Potter, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, mentioned how they took the, uh, or how she took the, the fighting skill and the shooting skill off the sheets entirely. Because, quote, it's not the type of game. Right. It's right. not a fighting game. It's not a shooting game. You do those things to try to hurt people. You do those things to try to kill people. And that's not something you do in right. Harry Potter. Right. You cause mischief. Right. So those were wrapped together into a mischief skill. Makes sense. Are you gonna be a little rapscallion and cause some mischief? Fight the bullies? Fine. Roll mischief.
1: There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: And I think that that like embodies I think what we're going for here in the child adventure genre, you know?
1: Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the darker themes, Mm -hmm. you know, you can still have those dark moments, you know, where mortality or lethality is felt, you know, where you have that edge of concern, you know, where dread comes into play and it is then managed, mitigated and moved on from. You know, usually those any any time that we would normally make a hard move in a traditional adult sense, um, it, it still applies within. But mm-hmm. those moments of those hard moves now can be scaled to something simpler. Exactly. Like exactly. Like uh, stand by me. Mm-hmm. Finding a dead body. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. oh, my God, what is that? Like, how do we do the, you know, someone pulled a gun. Oh, my God. Everything stops. Mm-hmm. You know, Uh you know, someone was just had a a death spell cast at them by one of the bad guys. Oh my
0: gosh, right. this is serious. It's it's like the the, the moment where Cedric Diggory. is. yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There. It's like, it's definitely not like a, a a hard turn point in the story where you're like, oh crap, stuff just got lethal. Yeah, you know,
1: S- someone's. So someone's bike goes over the edge of the cliff. Who would have thought the Death Eaters would kill
0: somebody, you know? Exactly. Like,
1: yeah. the, the, it, you feel that level of mortality very different mm-hmm. as a child. It is it is harsh.
0: Let me interrupt you just briefly, and I'm gonna uh, ask a question to the live chat here. Uh, Nox, the longish comment you just made a while ago that's getting the hug emojis, do you mind if I read that out loud? Because I'd like to address it but not if, um. Not if you don't want to. Not if, so. not if you don't want we're, me. We're fine with it's, that. It's a, it's a person, it's a common, it's of very personal, personal nature and I yeah. wanna, I wanna make sure it's okay to address.
1: Yeah. Although we do appreciate that you brought it up in the live chat it, with the rest it, of the group and you feel good with the community. Thank we're cool you very with that. much for sharing that. Though. Um, uh, and we'll give you a minute to think about it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that whole, that whole feeling that you're, that you're dealing with, you might be dealing with, uh, romantic topics, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like s- sex even in some cases, drugs, you know, Uh, darker uh, considerations within there of of peer pressure Mm -hmm. becomes a huge part of that becoming an adult being forced to make decisions yeah, yeah. that are outside of your framework, making decisions between what's legal and what's not, let alone, like, whether or not you should be out past nine. Well, there's there's know.
0: also, like, I mean, uh, like, we, we mentioned that that masks can get kind of dark because it's a little bit, like, there's a, there's almost a child soldier trope to it of, like, yes. your superheroes out there putting your, your bodies on the line and fighting these, these super heroic things, but, like, you're just kids. And I remember, like, I remember seeing a comic a while back um, with, uh, Superman finding out, uh, Shazam's secret identity. Was a child. Was a child, Billy, B- uh, Billy Batson. Yeah. And I remember him just looking Billy Batson in the eye and just being like, who did this to you? Right. Like, you don't belong. I don't care if you turn into an adult when you're, when you're Shazam, like. You don't. This is, you are not an adult. Yeah. This is not good. You are not okay. Yeah. And, like, I think going and fighting the wizard that gave him his powers or something. But, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah. like, it took a dark turn of, like, when you, when you think about Shazam, that's kind of messed up. It is. That's
2: it is. It's a little messed up.
1: It is. I mean, at the same time, you're like, wow, that's really cool. But at the same time, like, you still have to manage all of that. Like, all mm-hmm. of the feelings that go along with that. And that's, that's critically hard. Like, when when a villain knows you won't kill because you haven't, because it's not in you, because that's not something you can do as a child, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that puts a hard spin on things. Yeah, And then when you have to, now they own you. Now they can twist that knife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I remember
1: uh, a lot of, of the um, Robin slash Nightwing stories that wrapped around that concept. Oh, yeah. yeah of of killing mm-hmm. and and. and and managing who you are at that point. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know uh, Monster Hearts uh, can get a little dark. Yes. If you delve into the whole, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll of the high school party scene. Okay, okay. Um, And, and again, my my experience with that is really only from the Cinderbrush one shot that the Critical Role did. Um, right, right. But, yeah, it was, it was definitely an adult story being told about teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they ended up in a rave at one point and, you know, things like that were going on. So,
1: yeah. And, and I think this, this is kind of where we move from what the, the, the feel of the story is and making sure that the players are connecting with it at the right level. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there is no do your worst, you know, when, right, when right. the guy comes over with a pair of scissor, you know, a pair of uh, wire cutters to your finger, uh, you know, you're, you have no constitution. That's, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You're 12. You're 12. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, know. you know, it's, it's chunk. It's chunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ate the cookie. And then one time I blamed it on my brother when you he bed,
0: but it was really me. <laughs> he just, he literally <laughs> says, he confesses to everything. everything. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so I do want to, I do want to read the comment out loud, uh, that, that Knox in the box made. Uh, he did give his good to give his consent to do so in the, uh, in the live chat. And I thank you very much for that. Um, so, uh, Knox says, uh, it just kind of point, pointing back to his own avatar and says, gay kid. Childhood was terrifying and experienced in a solitude where truth, uh, true thoughts and feelings were kept to self and shame was felt. Adulthood was much more freeing and mobile. I wouldn't even know how to roleplay an innocent and adventurous childhood I never had in the first time around. Not to be a downer and you don't need to address this comment. It's just a real problem I have. And, and I, I, f- Fully understand. Yes, one hundred percent agree. I, 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 and I, I know you know I understand uh, as a uh, uh, as a, a uh, transgender woman myself, um, and a, a proud and very out bisexual woman. Um, had uh, a lot of the sort of same awkwardness in my you know in, in my youth and stuff of like that, and a, a very painful relationship with that youth as well. Um yeah. what I can say is this is that don't look at the child adventure genre as a uh as an opportunity to emulate an idyllic childhood that you sh- like but think of it as giving you the chance to have a childhood that never was you okay. know okay you can you can use this space to tell the story where you can punch the bully you never got to. Yeah, agreed. Where you could live the truth that you never got to. You could have the accepting friends and play that gay kid. Play the gay kid with all the same fears mm-hmm. and and doubts and, and, and hell, even, even have that bully, like I said. Mm-hmm. But this time around... It's different. Your kids on bikes and your little gang of kids on bikes not only are going to go get the pirate treasure... Yeah. But when that bully rears his head and calls you an ugly word, they're gonna beat him up. Yeah. And this time you're gonna have friends around you that or, support you. Or you're you. gonna get him in a different way.
1: Exactly. My one one of the ones that uh that I can come back to is I had a lot of friends who had very hard Childhoods. Mm-hmm. I, I, And I will say this in the traditional sense. They had abusive families. They had broken families. They had families that weren't very supportive at all or, or almost non-existent. So they were raising themselves and their kin. So did they have the same kind of childhood? No. But I know they also understood that they were part of that childhood you you would have the naysayers of the group of the friends you'd have those people who are like no I can't I've got to get home well why why do you have to be so hard why do you because my dad is my dad's gonna you know hit me um or my dad's gonna do this or my mom is gonna you know end up being the one in trouble because we're not home on time Mm -hmm. like those are the topics that mask challenges you with that kind of a storyline yeah um I, I distinctly remember all of those moments in my childhood of coming to realizations and connecting with my friends who did not have the experience that I had growing yeah, up. Yeah. And helping them through stuff like that. And that's, that's what this is about. I mean, in all honesty, and I'll flat out say it, the child genre is way more role playing and, and trauma inducing than the traditional fantasy role play, yeah, yeah, you will get to topics that will make you cry way faster in this, like infinitely faster because you are dealing with those topics and that trauma that are in your own head mm-hmm. or you saw and you can connect with. Mm-hmm. so don't feel that you have to try and emulate, like you said, or mimic or or fake, yeah, something yeah, exactly, just you can. You can totally theatrical, you know, theatricize who you could have been, like, if you wanna be the jock, the big dumb jock, Mm -hmm. you know, who likes the, 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 you know, who likes this non-sportsy girl who's on the pom-pom squad, and you, you pick on your little brother every once in a while, but really you deep down love him, and then come to find out that, like, maybe your little brother is pretty cool, and that, that girl is not an airhead, and you're not as great as you thought you were. But you're strong enough to help them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's coming to those kinds of things
0: and that's part of role play. That's part of the, the twist on theater that yeah. does that. So. Knox Nox actually had the had a really great response for us. He says, uh, wait, I can be that gay kid from school of rock. <laughs> you're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Do it. In fact, it, like I said, I was, re- I was reading through the, uh, the, the, the core book for, uh, uh, kids on bikes and one of the things it does say basically in there is like, um, yeah, you know, it's it's supposed to be set like in the 80s where, you know, modern technology hasn't uh, made the world a much smaller place yet to facilitate these types of stories. But that doesn't mean that we need to fall on tropes yeah. and language and attitudes that were common in the 80s. Not at all. If we can imagine a creature of darkness, you know, oozing out of a hole between between realities, then we can imagine a world with a lot less homophobia in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so yeah.
1: Racial racial bias, homophobia, all that kind of stuff I, I, can go I, to the side. Exactly.
0: You know exactly. A black it's man can be sheriff. Just <laughs> not needed. Yeah. In uh in these stories.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh I, I think it's helpful. Mm-hmm. I think it, it sets the tone without setting the stage, which yeah. is wonderful. So
0: But again, discuss it with your storyteller if that's if that's something you do want to confront in the story. Yeah. By all means. Yeah. By all means, throw it in there. You know, um, but uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, <laughs> role playing. God, we're running really far behind. On this. I don't care. Uh, this is fun. So how do you <laughs> role play a kid?
1: Okay, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna point at the screen so that you can go pause that so that we don't actually get a roll off on this. And I'm gonna start in on this one because this was an area that I didn't think I had a lot of. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see if it perfect. That's a do. Um, we'll come back to it. We'll get it fixed. I don't know. Rob's um, a technology guy. Yeah. You did fine. Um, I didn't think I had a lot of thoughts on this, but I ended up having a lot more than I ever expected you when really I started did, writing. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I quickly started going back to theater models and shows and things like that. One of the biggest things that I think is a difference – between how we act in our traditional fantasy sci-fi i'll use the term adult role play sure sure and kid play is that kids think in the now Mm -hmm. they're not thinking 12 steps ahead Mm -hmm. they're like oh god you know uh we need to go help so and so they're not thinking well what did they do for me and what will this mean? And is this going to affect this relationship? And how are these? Be- no, none of that is like the planning. There is danger. Go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, but I thought you didn't like this guy. He goes to our school. We should help him. Yeah. Okay. Let's go do this. You know, kind of a thing. And that's how, like, in almost every one of the stories, like, even the bullies turn a little bit. Because they're not gonna let the people they pick on get picked on. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's those kinds of things. So I, I stole I... your lunchman. It doesn't mean I want you dead. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a huge difference there. You know? you know, and what's funny oftentimes is because of those gut instincts, the moments that you step beyond that and you think even two steps beyond, everyone looks at you funny. Like, are you an adult? Right, like, right. The, like
0: you can. No, see- guys, we have to do this because the wide-reaching implications of it succeeding are, are you know, are are are, are, too, are too bad.
1: Huh? Holy crap!
0: You're a grown-up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, but that's the thing is
0: that, and it doesn't say that the kids aren't smart. Oh no, that's, kids that's, are kids are brilliant. They're way more brilliant than you'd think, and, and way more observant than you think. Yes. You know, you think that kids don't, but it's it's. It, it's more a function of they don't have the language and the um, and the tools to interact with the world in the same way that we do. But it doesn't right. mean that they don't understand what's going on. Right. And doesn't mean they don't see what's going on. Right, right. And they see it at a root level. Yeah. Dad is stressed.
1: Okay. They're not looking at the fact that the world's saying or COVID's going on or anything like that. All they see is dad being frugal with money. Money is the issue with the dad's
0: root stress, if we which is probably lots, if the truth. If we get dad lots of money, everything gets, everything gets better,
1: you know, or they, or they see the pile of paperwork waiting on the counter. The, we go back to Goonies, like the house is going to get sold. Like they're going to have to sell the house. They don't know why they don't know anything about taxes or what's going on in the community. Like none of that is important, right? What's important to them is the fact that they're going to lose their house. They're all going to have to move to different places. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. It's that simple. You'll never
0: see your friends again.
1: Right. But, like, you don't have to write more story. <laughs> like, yeah, there's
0: that's, nothing that's else. It. That's it. That's enough motivation right, right. there. Go. You so, know?
1: in that sense, it's, they're smart enough to see the root of everything. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the
0: simplicity. That's mm-hmm.
1: the beauty of it all. Yeah. Is that it, it cuts down yeah. all of the other layers that you don't have to think about. Absolutely. And and brings it around.
0: I you know, I as much talking about uh Goonies as I've been doing is wasn't that the main motivation for Mikey wanting to find the treasure was they were having money problems. Yeah. The the, the town to save the house? It was something? yeah, it was to save the house in the town. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Uh
1: because I, I if I remember correctly there was a contractor who was coming in that was gonna like build something there and they were buying right. all the houses. Right. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So and they had to basically make a decision on it. And, and, and either sell the house and move or whatever. Um, ages,
0: ages, ages are are a huge thing, huge thing. So when you're a kid, um, ages feel very skewed. Very much so. Okay. So like a six to a six year old an eight-year-old is practically an adult. Oh, yeah. Okay. Way more To a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old is practically an adult. Very much so. To a 15-year-old, an 18-year-old is an adult because they can smoke and drive cars. That is correct. Right? Right. But, of course, all of these people are children to an adult. Correct. And will be treated equally. And will be treated equally. Exactly. You know, (laughs) it's, it's the whole, like, stop hitting your
1: brother. Well, he started it. I don't care who started it. You're the older one, and you should know better, right? Like that—that's right. the level of it. But you're all in trouble, like yes. equally. You're like you're all going to get slapped the same, exactly. Like regardless. Exactly. You know, um, and I think that right there is like. But there's also a reference that I think we're missing in this, and that is, is that at a certain point in the child genre series, the elderly have a different point. So when you're when you see a wrinkled old person who's just sitting there having a conversation in the park, that's. Someone who knows something,
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: you know, they're not an adult going to try and stop you, but maybe this person might actually be able to help you Mm -hmm. a little bit because
0: there's a certain point where you go from being dad to being grandpa. Yeah. And grandpa's cool, but dad sucks. Correct. (laughs) And I think that's another kind of
1: twist to that whole age thing is that you, you, you see that. Threshold being crossed and then suddenly there's a new reference point. Yep. Right. Either yep, that or yep. they're the creepy old
0: guy. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. The you creepy know. old lady up on the old rickety house. Oh, well, I too think many that, cats. That
1: also goes back to the whole like fairy tale genre of, you know, is it a wise old you know lady the, the the fairy godmother or or, or is she is it going the... to stuff
0: us in the oven correct yeah it's one or the or other Is like... hansel and gretel waiting to happen right
1: whereas everyone else is just like don't
0: do that go to town you know follow the rules yep. you know yep. so um all right so next kids feel emotions very very strongly yes uh they're go-go gadget hormones yes 100 percent. and on on a personal note as a transgender woman hrt does the exact same thing to you so you got to experience like a couple years of me being a teenager all over again wasn't that fun
1: i went through that experience with you i will say we are still friends (laughs) (laughs) there were times when it was amusing there were times that it was not
0: (laughs) yeah
1: um Someone you hate is your worst enemy.
0: So, yeah. Worst enemy in your world. Someone yep. you love is your best friend or first crush. Very movie? much true. Very true. Sometimes both. Um, um something that you want is the only thing you desire oh, in yeah. the whole world. Oh my God.
1: Uh, the most recent one, uh, the Nintendo, uh, getting a Nintendo. Oh, there was yeah. a new uh, show. Eight
2: bit Christmas or something yes, like that. Yeah. Yes.
1: That right there is a, a great rap of that. Um, the single toy going on a ride, going to going to your first concert, kind yep. of a thing, yep. you know. Um, that is that is what grinds you into that character, that mm-hmm. ownership, you know, or that th- one thing that you have that's super, like your shoes, mm-hmm. your jacket, you know, yeah, uh, iconic parts of who you are. Are also a part of that. So that one thing is a huge thing. Like the kid walking around with a leather jacket. Like mm-hmm. you knew that kid. Or so and so always wore this hat. Like into the ground, you know the the quintessential hoodie, you know, yeah, or yep, whatever. Yep. Like everybody had their thing, you know. The skateboarding kid, mm-hmm. you know, that was a thing because like one kid or a couple kids skateboarded, but there was always one kid with a skateboard it was to school. The skateboarder, yeah. right? Right. The BMX kids, yep, you know. Yep, yep. So you had a lot of token objects tied to uh to the desires and the and the identification of people, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, peer pressure. Peer pressure is. Horrible, but effective. But very effective. And that's the thing is, is that I. It you don't almost... want to be a dweeb, do you? Oh God, I don't
0: want to be a dweeb. Right, we right. have to do this now. Well, cooties. <laughs> yes. Cooties is an emotional response. <laughs> Cooties are real and they kill. Folks. That's right. Yeah, I mean,
1: like literally, I would almost put that down as a poison in any game, like in any kids game. Cooties. Did yep. you get cooties? Oh, yeah, that's your poison. You're, 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 you
0: were you were a no longer... shot where like you know, yeah, like a weird thing with like your fingers making like a hashtag sort <laughs> like, of thing, like cootie yeah,
2: cootie catchers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, but and 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 like
1: that goes right along with all of the like. Uh, ritual skepticism mm-hmm. that goes in with kids, like their skepticism, like those foldy things where you count the numbers. Yeah, those were cootie catchers. Yeah, well, in the foldouts, like, that was the truth. Yeah. Whatever was in there was the truth. Yeah, you had to – le- The magic eight ball would tell you the truth. Those about were what-
0: legally binding. I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: exactly. Blood bonds. Oh, there's a whole other mm-hmm. one. Um Bullies.
0: Bullies are scary.
1: Bullies are not impossible.
0: But they're not adults. No and the adults are scary and authority.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And if you could get them to cross the line, mm-hmm. you could sometimes catch them in their own game. Yep. Yep. And that means you win. Yes, you could win that way. Um but the bonds between friendship were super strong. Yes. You know. Uh and and the recognition of that that everything was tied together was 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 important. The term best friend, mm-hmm. you know, meant extra things on top of, like, just having a friend or oh, knowing sure. someone. Oh, sure. You know, oh, no, that dude's my best friend. I see him every day. We mm-hmm. talk all the time. You know.
0: You and I are supposed to be best friends. No, Dustin and I are best friends now. Exactly. That.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh, God, now it's over. Right. Mm, Till tomorrow, probably. Right, You know, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, until you return my baseball card collection. It, then, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Um. Things that are normal to an adult can feel really cool to a kid. Like going right along, like sneaking out after bedtime. Oh, yeah. No, yep, you no. know
0: being you're being you're out after the streetlights came on mm-hmm. Ooh, taboo you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Uh, building something in secret or out of view of others like you've got your secret invention you've got stashed in your closet or under your right under your bed or whatever that your parents don't know you have yep
1: yep but that goes along with having stashes uh-huh or like things that are your own your own spaces like the like the clubhouses in the woods that you built oh, yeah. yourself you yeah. know or or like the old culvert that is no longer a culvert because Cause that road isn't used, but it's still there. So now that's like a little base for you. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. They do all those in stranger things. I know like season one of stranger things is like chock full of those tropes. Yep. Yep. Uh, finding an old trunk, a box, a sealed doorway is an adventure all of its own. And that's kind of what I was talking about. The very beginning of the cast here tonight Yes, was like when you were young, man, when you like went out and you found like an interesting thing, you know, hidden behind a tree and you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's treasure. Yeah. No, it's, it's a rusty can. Yeah. But to you, it's treasure, you know? Whole, like a whole cloth, uh, like
1: I remember a, uh, effectively an adventure starting with one of my friends Mm -hmm. because we had found out that his, when his grandfather had passed, they, his parents had had to collect all the stuff from their house and it ended up in his, over his uh, garage, which was basically a barn. Mm -hmm. And so all this stuff was stashed up there and just stacked. And he knew his grandfather had some cool stuff. And so we started looking through it. Like going through some of the stuff. And then mom didn't care. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like just don't break anything was the whole thing. And like, you know, sure. don't, don't, don't go through. Yeah, if you find the plates, make sure you pull those out, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we found pictures and journals and notes and keys.
0: And we go to locks. Locks hide things that are important. Keys went to lock boxes at banks. Oh that nobody knew about. Oh, And so it
1: opened a whole adventure. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's things like that. And it was like, did we want to tell the parents about that? Or did we want to go figure it out ourselves and maybe somehow get to into those lock boxes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that was, we had no idea if we were going to do that. We didn't, but, but it was the whole thing of it was that it was its own adventure. Just finding something that simple. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I think, you know, kid kids are also full of faults. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think letting your, your, your vulnerability show is kind of key to who you are. Oh, God, yeah. I it, think
1: we talk about that when we're talking about building characters is giving them a flaw.
0: Oh, absolutely. I
1: think these flaws need to fly.
0: You need to fly. You know, your, your asthma, your allergies, your sweet tooth, are you overprotective, are you loud, are you clumsy, do you have a lisp, do you... you are know, you inquisitive? Are you like, inquisitive, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, all of these things are the, the identification of your character, you know, in, in any major story, you know. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And and yet, there's also the downfall. And I think, like Mouse Guard, does that really well, is that you have something that drives your character, but at the same time, is your flaw. Mm -hmm. You know, Seven C kind of does that to a degree. um, And but I feel like that part is lacking in some adult storytelling. Mm -hmm. That that role play element of like my character is driven when it comes to personal gain. Great. I'm going to use that against you <laughs> as the storyteller. <laughs> you yep. are like, oh, yep. you know, and, but, but that's a thing. That's, that's something that kids have. Like you, you know, those people in your lives and you're like, oh yeah, I knew that kid who loved horses. Yeah. Like more than anything else loved horses. Yeah. I knew that kid who had asthma and couldn't do any athletic activities when we were at camp. That
0: kid whose list of allergies was like four pages long and you just felt like you were going to kill them if you, you know. <laughs> Oh. I, I
1: had many of those problems. I like, uh, but I still did things. Oh God! I still I'm, did eating, things. I'm
0: eating plain, you know, plain butter on bread. Yeah. Am I going to kill you by being near you? <laughs> exactly.
1: But I mean, it was it's playing into those hindrances that really helps you define who you are as mm-hmm. a kid, and and helps you kind of ground yourself.
0: Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. So, running a game full of kids. We talked about how to play one. Now, how do you? run a game like this you know um small world huge impacts i have to say this yeah nox you're rude
1: <laughs> if anyone I, i'm just gonna say this he opened up a can of worms with this very specific movie that was oh. in, that is in the child genre and if you put that down in the comments that was rude you should not have put that in the comments too, comment. soon, too, nox, soon, too nox.
0: soon god probably what 20 plus years still too <laughs> soon yeah. still too soon is it my girl it was My Girl. My Girl. girl. Oh,
1: man. Beautiful story. Beautiful story. Still fits within the child genre. Come back
2: in eight to ten days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, right, so so, running a game.
0: Running a game, running a game. Um, So, small world, huge impacts. Yes. Uh, Something that is probably trivial to adults is going to be just earth-shattering children because of the scale of the world of the kids you know we mentioned earlier how like you don't have the power to affect anything you you've got a bike that can take you wherever you can ride in an hour on yeah. it you know 10 miles at most if yeah. you're if you're really going away from from home yeah um you know so you, your world is going to be changed very drastically by small things
1: yep yeah i mean simple things and like i, I put down a few things here and they're already too overcomplicated
2: Mm-hmm. But they're
1: but they're easily identified. The town is demolishing the old train yard to build something, but the kids hang out there. We can't let that happen. We, can't let we that have that happen. to stop them. Yeah. Timmy's art is on the wall here, like, and Timmy's gone. Mm-hmm. He moved away three years ago. But this is all we have, you know. The middle school is being removed, uh, and so now seventh through twelfth grade is at the high school, and sixth is back in elementary. And you just started seventh grade. Uh oh, or high school. So you now. immediately go to high school. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you didn't you, you thought you were gonna be the kings of the school within a year and now you're not. Yep. You know, the concert that was supposed to be just the next town over, which is not that big of a deal, is now completely an over an hour away by car. But everyone still has tickets and nobody knows how you're gonna get there. Yeah. You know, like, that, that kind of stuff. And, like, do you tell your parents? Uh huh. You know, will they let you go?
0: This, see, this is like adventures in babysitting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your wife brought up adventures in babysitting earlier. And this and that's, is like, it's exactly that type of story. You know, 100%. we're like, <laughs> we're, we're hitchhiking as kids trying to get to this concert.
1: Yeah. So, so that kind of scale changes quickly. Adventure to adventure, your, your scale changes can be very small. Someone has to move away. You mm-hmm. know, and it's the last summer. Something that simple, like yeah.
0: like I said, it was such a which is such a small scale.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One person moving away is a huge change. It's like when your population is twenty, that's five percent of the population. You yeah. know, yeah. that's practically everyone you know. What, what can we do to get par- Michael's parents to not move? You know, right. <laughs> like you don't know. That's really mommy. Cool. That's that's Michael, his sister, and his mom and dad. That's Four people I know. Who's going to move
1: into that house? We're not even going to know these people. They're going to be weird and different. They could be
0: anything. They could be aliens. They could be awful.
1: You know, and and worse yet, and like straight up worse yet, someone goes missing. Like that whole concept of someone going missing is Mm -hmm. terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: How did they go missing? What happened to them? Well, you know, you know, the parents write it off as you know he was out uh, he he was out in the woods and probably just got lost. No, he, he he goes out to a very specific place. Y'all know where he goes. Everybody else goes there, too. Like, he wouldn't get lost. He knows it better than anyone. Why did he go away? And then you start pulling the strings of what kids know here and there until you pull together this image of where you think you know he went. But it's not where the parents should know that he went. Mm-hmm. So you got to go find him. Yeah. And help him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So...
0: Uh, so here, do not weigh out all of the consequences.
1: God, no. Like, we do that in our normal games, to our own detriment as storytellers. Like, we run our threads as far as we can, and we're like, okay, well, if the players do this, then this, and then this, but if they do this, then this, then this, stop it. Your your players in this specifically will come up with their own consequences. You know, it's the whole like, or worse, we could be expelled. Yes, yes, exactly. No, that totally makes sense. I'm, I'm just gonna write that down right here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and when the adult comes in the room, they're gonna be like, "Yes, your your group has lost points. Mm -hmm. You know, for the end of the year, and you all have detention." yeah oh
2: crap yeah exactly like
1: the, you won't have to worry about consequences because you have to think the only time you have to think rationally is when an adult is involved mm-hmm. and then you can literally change scenes because guess what they don't get a choice on that hard move yeah. the kids just get picked up and moved they have to accept there's an adult in the room and a hard move just occurred <laughs> you know <laughs> yep. and sometimes those consequences can be totally unknown like how did you not get arrested you're you know because the next scene is you in the car with your parents dropping off one of the kids at their parents houses with their with your dad talking to their dad Going, over I'm there so sorry you, i
0: don't know why my kid got your kid involved you in don't any of this.
1: know the conversation cuz it's happening 55 feet away at the front door and they're talking in hushed tones while you're in the car saying goodbye to your friend Because they're going to be gone forever. Yeah.
0: They're going to (laughs) be grounded until they're 18. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that's the whole thing is that the scenes are different. They feel different because those consequences are weighed totally differently at a totally different. So don't think about it. It's going to happen. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, contacting authorities, you know, following reasonable guidelines, uh, being frustrated with bureaucracy. These are the adult sides of that theme. Yes. This is this is why you get the nose, You know, no, you can't. No, you're too young. You don't understand. This is just the way it is. You know, any of those terms that roll through, just write them down in an index card, keep them off to the side. That's your response to everything. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, an adult action should feel slowed in comparison to the kids. Anytime that you are rushing something, that the players are running through something... Adults should always feel two or three steps behind.
0: Well, yeah, because the the adults are the ones that are thinking things through. They're acting essentially calmly and rationally, or or maybe acting, you know, taking all like I said, a lot of the things into consideration. What if we do Mm -hmm. this? There's implications of this, and I can't just do this. Right, kids don't see any of that and it's all impulse and hormones Mm -hmm. it's just we have to do this it's the right thing let's go yeah but we're gonna get grounded i don't care let's go
1: but your scene ends should always be with something rational Mm -hmm. like the like they open the final door like hey we're finally gonna get away and they open the cargo door and there's the sheriff with his light flashlight on their face (gasps) how did you get here your bikes were leaning on the wall outside my, I was driving by with my squad car. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're in trouble, aren't we? Scene change. Yep. <laughs> like, that simple. Um but rules should always be present. Dinner is at 6.30. Make sure you wash your hands. No slouching. Don't talk back. You know, while you're, well, while I'm away, your brother's in charge. Make sure you feed the dog. Yeah. You know, these are things that are ingrained. These These aren't normal rules that you'd find in any normal fantasy tabletop game. But they're here. And they're real. And they have meaning. You know? they, they It doesn't stop that the world's going to end because some giant monster is coming through a gateway. And the only way to stop it is by going back to Timmy's house and, and deactivating the thing he created accidentally. You mm-hmm. know? But... Your mom's still going to be upset if you're not home for dinner at 6.30, but, you know, after dinner, you'll sneak out at 8.30 and get back to this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Extra dimensional being. Eat your mashed potatoes. Exactly. Exactly. You know,
1: yeah. Um, and that's the thing is, is that NPCs should feel less than useful most of the time. Uh huh. Like any of the other supporting people around the player who are the adults or quasi adults are, are going to be limiting. They're going to limit their support and availability. And that's because they don't understand.
0: Yeah. they Not not only do they not understand, but also, like, I know you, you wrote here, it's not about limiting support to the players, but it kind of is. Because, like, in the child adventure genre, it is, I mean, it's the child adventure genre. Right. Adults have a lot of power that children don't. And the, right. the joy of the genre is from the children rising up to the occasion and finding their own strengths in this world and solving this problem themselves without the help of adults. Right. So if your NPC adults jump in and become very helpful and become tools that the the, the PCs can use, kind of... Takes the agency and power out of the hands of the players. Right, right. Out of the hands of the children. And then it's the children asking the adults for help genre and not the child adventure right. genre. But the
1: focus is more upon having the kids be the power source. Yes. And that's what I'm really trying to It's not just keep limiting, keep limiting, keep limiting. It's encourage them to connect with each other and other kids to make them the power of what's going on and, and to work around the system, if you will.
0: And Knox even brings up too, he says adults by default outshine children because children are powerless. You have to dumb down a lot of the adult cast. And yeah. that's true. Yep. 100%. And that's true. It's it's a very it's a very tropey genre. Um you know, it, it does rely on the um it does rely on a persistent idea that every adult you come across Mm-hmm. Is going to be uninterested or unmotivated mm-hmm. to help you, and more interested in authority, and more interested in obedience than they are about actually solving the problem. Yes, and and that's true. It, it is tropey. Mm-hmm. It is probably very unrealistic. Yep. But it's what the bits. It's 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 one of the main pillars of the genre, and you kind of got to lean into it to make it work.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we again, if we can suspend our belief about monsters and fantasy. And magic.
0: Then we can believe that, that, you know, your parents are a little more dismissive than they normally would be. Exactly. Yeah. And I
1: would dare say that if there's one thing you can pull from this and bring it into your fantasy games is if you want your players to feel more empowered, make your, make the roles of NPCs around them that they reach out for a little dumb, Mm -hmm. a little more bureaucratic and less caring of what they're doing yeah aloof if you will and yeah. unwilling to help and you will see the same kind of adaptation mm-hmm. that we've got to take care of this they're yeah. not going to yeah absolutely so
0: all right let's get to some questions it's uh we're running super super late we, we are, are not we bad, are so we are uh
1: and mom will be angry if we're not in bed
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so uh igj Yes, Um Charles. Asks, uh, can role-playing as a child be more emotionally challenging than role-playing as an adult?
1: I'm flat out going to just say yes. Yes, I'm, absolutely. We, we kind of discussed it. I'm not going to go into heavy detail on that. The answer is yes. You are way closer to the trauma.
0: Yes, yes. Uh Does the age of fictional character have any bearing on what type of violent situations are appropriate or inappropriate to put them in? Is it okay to have a scene where a child is uh parasitized by an alien worm, physically hit by an adult, or has their skull smashed by an ogre? Um, those are all pretty dark. I think the child adventure genre that we're talking about is a lot more non-lethal. Mm-hmm. But again, I think there's a place for those stories. Um, I think you can. I, I think in the lethality or horror
1: aspect, you can slide relatively far. Yeah. Um, and you can definitely get dark let's, I mean, let's not say that you can't, I would just say it is unlikely and it's not commonplace, but yeah, I think that, um, it is to answer your question, does the age of the fictional character apply? I, ans- I would answer the question. Yes, I think it does because the impact changes and the trauma changes.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And, uh, is it okay for any of these things to happen? Um, that is entirely between you and your table.
1: Yeah, I I, I would say 100% be exceptionally clear and consent is important.
0: Yes, yeah. These things are very triggering, very touchy subjects and such like that. So 100% talk to your table about this. Maintain consent with your table. And have an X card in play. And also,
1: as the storyteller, ask yourself, why is this important?
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, check, your, check your story for why. Why for are why. smashing? Yeah. Michael Blade
1: blows up a lot of stuff without people dying. Yeah. He could add in literally a lot of chunky salsa, and he does not. Yeah. And that makes for different storytelling.
0: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, God, did you just compliment Michael Bay?
1: Yeah, that should say something.
0: Oof. All right. Does role-playing as a party of children necessitate assessing players' real-life childhood trauma in a session zero? Um,
1: I don't think you have to assess their trauma,
0: yeah, I don't know that assessing is the right word, but I think definitely having a good conversation about boundaries and triggers <laughs> and what you would like to see and what you would not like to see in the game is important and again, uh always maintain that communication with your players yeah it 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 can get i mean not everybody had traumatic we always talk about like you know childhood like it's just the worst thing that's ever happened to a person. And for some of us, it was, but like, I don't know. Interesting. It's 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 it interested me that that most of our questions are about childhood trauma. Um, that that should be telling. It should be telling, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a, that's a very good discussion to have. Um, yeah, about what you want to include and what you do not want to include in your uh, in your story during your sessions. And your remember
1: days. that 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 theme and gameplay is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Like we, like with any game. Whether you're playing heroes or whether you're playing a more gritty game, remember to discuss with your players the the types
0: of things that they're going to be involved in. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. And uh, what is important uh, – in what important ways is the idyllic childhood fantasy different from actual childhood? <laughs> uh, I mean actual childhood is, is rough and stupid and you just – do what's told you by adults the entire time and you have bullies and half your dreams don't come true whereas in an idil- idyllic childhood fantasy you find pirate gold
2: yeah
1: I, I think when you're talking about specifically idyllic childhood fantasy i think it is the it is the peter pan it is the um it is peter the peter cha- pan's a good example the chance for success yeah is n- nears 100% mhm mm and I think that's that's the key. It is very heroic. It is very goal and and beauty beauty driven.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and
1: everyone wins together. I think there's another aspect of it.
0: Yeah, I think like I I really like the childhood stories where like yeah the bullies got punched along the way, but they kind of figured out that maybe they shouldn't bully the hero anymore. And yeah, maybe grew a little bit because that's it came the, to an understanding. So the question
1: is, what's the message that we've learned from this? <laughs> So, maybe yeah.
0: the real pirate treasure was the friends who made <laughs> along the way.
1: Exactly. Alright. Uh, Overwatch asks, I've played in some campaigns or on some RP servers where individual players gravitate toward playing child, uh, child characters while everyone else is playing an adult. Would you allow this? I've I'm, done it. No. I have done it. Not for I've, this type of game. And, and I would say specifically for child genre, no. If we're talking about an adult game where children are involved, I think you run some risks there.
0: Was just going to say that. Because
1: I have done that, and it has been very risky. I've both been in games and been uh, in running games where there has been a quote-unquote child involved or a childlike individual involved. Yeah, yeah. And I will say they were very challenging.
0: We we spent 20 minutes belaboring the point about how the rules are much different for children than they are for adults. Mm-hmm. And especially on the scope of lethality and such. Like or that. they should be. Mm-hmm. Or they should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so if you have uh, a story about adults with a child involved, the scope and scale of that lethality, of that of that involvement and such like that is going to be scaled around the adults and not the child. And the right. child is going to be in extreme danger. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, if you're playing all children, you can tell a story about all children for all children, right? With children rules, yep. And that's with that
1: understanding, think, yeah. Yep. And I think to answer his question, does it affect how you'd run your campaign? One hundred percent, two thousand percent, two thousand percent, yeah. 2000%, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, how do you develop your storyline for a mix of both adult and child characters in the same setting?
1: Remove uh, lethality, number one.
0: Yeah, and make make it less. Make the stories more
1: about uh the group and getting through a group scenario um I would say focus also on the relationships mm-hmm. uh, that, that, a lot. that's what I was kind of saying is is it yeah. you're focusing yeah. on how the group is interacting and how the group is succeeding with each other mm-hmm. and less about how they're progressing the story is the story is a progression at that point
0: yeah i i would i would say like for for a mixed adult and child group um where you have uh I think that would be a very specialized type of story for me. Like I would be specifically, that's, that's almost one shot territory for me. You know, that's not something I would run as a campaign. That would be something like, um, okay. You know, you're a, you're a family. You play the son, you play the daughter, you're the mom, you're the dad. And here's the circumstances you're in. Here's your goal. We're going to play it as one shot.
2: Yeah,
1: if you've you've recently seen uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines, that's a campaign I would run. I would run that as a campaign. So again, if you watch uh, something like that, um, you're going to, um, if you've seen it, it's a story about a family having struggles and the world around them having challenges Mm -hmm. that they can have an effect on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a perfect example and dissecting that would be a really good way of looking at how to run a good adult child story i think so yeah because it it makes it about the struggle between them and then the world around them being a event that is occurring Yes. yes um last of us is kind of a feeling in the same way much darker much darker much darker
0: but again still about the characters yes so yes absolutely Alright, uh so that wraps up for questions. Uh our next week's topping uh next topping. week's topping, yes. Good Next pizza. week's topping is strawberry. Um, our next week's topic is uh gonna be the first uh, first Wednesday of the month, so we're gonna be doing our storyteller one oh one. Third installment of that is gonna be choosing the right system for your game. We've talked about where you get your ideas from, uh what to do with those ideas when you get them, and now we're rolling right into systems. So you can find us on Twitter at S E underscore Conclave on Instagram at st underscore conclaves and to us live every Wednesday night 7 p.m. Eastern time on mixlr.com slash storyteller dash conclave and join us up on our discord you can uh, shoot us some questions join the conversation there and uh, you can find that link on our Twitter as well as our website storytellerconclave.com
1: we'd uh, we'd like to thank all of our Patreon members uh, who join us every single uh, week uh, within our voice ca- our, uh, sorry our live show chat you can join that too if you go to our uh, and join our Patreon but our named members Knox in the Box, Sam, the Arcane Asylum, Sparkle Motion, Vedran, and HulaVoo. We'd particularly like to thank uh, with their support every month. Our pre-show music is by Arcane Anthems. You can find that at patreon.com slash Anthems. Our intro music is Beyond the Warriors by Gee Frog. You can find that at geefrog.bandcamp.com or on Google Music. And our outro music, which you're hearing right now, is Only Our Footprints in the Sand by Air Machine. You can find that at freemusicarchive.org.
0: Big shout out, as always, to our families, Vicki and Sean. Thank you Thank so you. much for loving us and staying with us and supporting us. All of our friends who've sat at our tables over the years to give us these great stories to share with you and you, every single one of our listeners. We love you so much. Love you guys.
1: Good night. Good night.